This is the All Sports Podcast devoted to your favorite teams in North Texas. Welcome to Ballsy, a production of the Dallas Morning News and Sports Day. Our weekly show is proudly hosted. Okay, strike that. Our show is hosted by Kevin Sherrington, Evan Grant, and myself. I'm David Moore, and who knows, maybe we'll have a special guest or two along the way. In this episode, we'll be talking about the Texas Rangers. Catch other episodes by subscribing to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. We're also on social media. Just search Ballsy Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll be notified of the latest episode. Don't forget, it's Ballsy with a Z. Are you ready, sports fans? Ballsy starts now. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Ballsy, the Sports Day DFW Dallas Morning News Sports Podcast. I am Kevin Sherrington, joined in the studio by David Moore. There is no Evan Grant today, and because of that, we we get the much bigger treat to have on our old pal, fresh from Surprise, Arizona, Jerry Fraley. Jerry, how are you doing? Outstanding. Outstanding. It's so great to, to hear your voice. We are, too, since Evan isn't on. Yeah, that's this right. It's much better. It's like, it's like uh, vacation here. So, anyway, it's, it's, all, it's all good. So, uh, what's happening out there? Do we need to, do we need to figure out, uh, is, is uh, Joey Gallo going to lead the league in bunts this year? I think he's got a good chance. No, uh, it was kind of interesting that he did it the other day. I mean, look. Everybody complains that he doesn't take advantage of that opening on the left side. But if, if, if he were to bunt and just slap a grounder, the majority of the time, he's doing what the other team wants. They're glad to give him a single. Yeah. Because, you know, this is a guy who's got 40 homer potential. And Chris Woodward talking about it says, there are certain times, but they're very limited, when he'd like to see him do that. But overall, he wants him to stay, Woodward wants Gallo to stay with his game which is he's a power hitter. He's one of the best. He's got some of the best power in the majors, the 40 homers each of the last two years. You know, tells you that he doesn't want Gallo to, you know, placate the masses by turning into a singles hitter because that's just not his strength. And they're willing to live. They'd like to see the strikeouts cut, obviously. But they're willing to live with a certain number of strikeouts if they can get the 40-plus homers. They think that's a good deal. What well, What is the ideal formula in their mind? Do you feel? I mean, like you say, you you want to reduce those strikeouts. What What is the the optimum number of strikeouts and still be that that forty home run guy that they really feel maximizes who he can be as a player? Well, you know, from talking to scouts, the general sort of theory, and there's no real, you know, background, you know, heavy work behind this. They like to see four to one, four strikeouts for every homer. So, you know, if he's going to hit 40, they can live with 160. Now the 200 they can't live with. They think that's a few too many. But generally it's a four to one. There's no real research behind that. That's just people watching the game and, you know, number they sort of batted around. But, you know, he's well – Joey's been beyond four to one. He's been more five to one. And that's a little too high. Yeah, I, I just don't see Joey getting down to 160 strikeouts. It just doesn't seem like he, he's just gonna. The swing is too big. And, and you wrote about this the other day, talking about you know you got so many big guys on the team: Gallo, Mazzara, uh, Guzman. Yeah. Uh, you know when you're that big and you take a swing, 
Uh, I mean, Mazar's swing is very, you know, is much different, you know, for a big guy. He's right. a little more defensive. He will he will go the opposite way. It's just his nature, dude. He he also has good power when he wants to. But Joey, besides the fact that he's six five, two hundred fifty pounds, he's got such a huge rip that uh, that's just got yeah. a lot of holes in it. I just don't I just don't see. Him. I think he's always going to strike out two hundred times. To me, the issue for uh, for Joey is going to be. Can you get your walks up a little bit? Can you get your right. o- OPS up to about you know three forty, three fifty? Can you get? And then of course the big thing is uh, OBP. I meant on base percentage is to get his OPS up in the high eight hundreds and maybe even to nine hundred. If he can get his if he can yeah. get his OPS to nine hundred, well then that I know that's going to be hard for fans to see that that two thirty, two forty, two fifty average. If he can get it up to that and and not think that well, how could this guy be a star? I got into arguments the other day with my uh, one of my old buddies that he says I see Dave Kingman when I see him and uh, and I said well he's a, he's a lot different player from Dave Kingman uh, for one thing he's a much better athlete than Dave Kingman ever was faster better arm much better outfielder uh, he's a much better all round player than fans want to give him credit for especially for a guy who came up as an infielder and was thrust into the outfield and if you watch him play it. He looks very natural out there, uh, and, I, and I think he could play center oh, yeah. field on, on, a, on a semi-regular basis. Uh, I think that they want to put Delano out there, Delano DeShields, uh, and put uh, Joey in left, although I do think if they were really trying to put the best outfield out there, they'd move Mazzara to left and put Joey in right. Yeah, but, you know, I think at home left field is bigger. Well, no, I think I know. It's bigger and harder to play with different bounces off that wall Right field's a lot easier to play in Texas. And I, I think that's why they want Joey and left to play it at home. It's it's a big left field. It's probably the biggest left field in the majors. And you get some crazy bounces off the wall. So no, he, I think he could, but I think you're right. I think he's the best athlete on the team. Strength, throwing arm, running ability. I mean, like he said to you, he's no donkey. He can play. And he's right. He's a ball player. He's a good, he's got a lot of talent. And, don't let the strikeouts overshadow everything else he can do. You know, it's funny, uh, and because I asked you this question when I was out there last week, um, uh, who do you think has the best chance to be a star on this team? And and you said Gallo, and so did uh, so did Evan. And uh, yeah, and it's not just the physical ability; it's it's the mental approach uh, to the game. Uh, because you know, some guys don't want it. Like if we look back on the on the careers of players here, a guy like Juan Gonzalez who certainly had all the tools to be a Hall of Fame player, uh, but Juan just didn't have the, uh, the, the, the mental side of that, of, of wanting that role and accepting it. Yeah, hey, hey, Joey grew up in Vegas. He probably went to a lot of Liberace shows, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's the Liberace of baseball. Let's go with that. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, no, Joey has star power. Um, he's, you know, everybody likes the big slugger. He's a good athlete. You know, we're seeing his personality come out. He's got a really cool personality. I like talking to him. You know, he's got a lot of good things going for him. He's outgoing. He, he, I think he wants to be, I don't know about star, I think he wants to be the main guy on his team, and he's willing, he's accountable. He's willing to shoulder the responsibility that comes with that. He doesn't shirk from, you know, responsibility, which I like about him. 
Yeah, he's he's an easy guy to talk to. You're right, and and that's a and that's Absolutely. part of the and that's part of the gig. You know, if you're going to be uh, a, a guy a leader on the team, you got to be a guy that uh, stands at your locker when the when the media comes in and answers questions and answers why what's what's wrong with you, what's wrong with the team, what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to be one of those guys, and I do think that Joey uh, wants to do that and has the capability of doing that because you know. He came up with uh, guys like uh, Bryce Harper and, uh, and Chris Bryant, and uh, and you know, when, and I talked to him about Cody Bellinger, who a very similar talent, you know, and and Cody right. was the rookie of the year, and and Joey's uh, the, he's behind all those guys, even though he's hit forty home runs the last two years, he's he still hasn't come as close to realizing his potential as those guys have already. So, uh, uh, although I think Cody kind of took a little bit of a step back last year, but I, I, I do think that he, uh, he sees all that and he's driven to be that player. He wants to be the player he thinks he can be, uh, and be a, and be a star. And, uh, and I think the fact that he does play so well offensively, uh, I mean, defensively and, and does all the other things on the game gives him, uh, an opportunity to, to do that. It's just a question if he wants to. So now yeah, but uh, I, think, well, I think, I do think one thing that'll help him. They've moved him around too much. Yes, they have. First, third, left, center, right. I think putting him in one position for the majority of the time, be it left field or be it center, it's left field, I'll say. I think that's only going to help him as a player. Well, it's certainly of one position. He won't have to be thinking about things as much, yeah, for sure. And uh, and, I, and as I've said before, uh, you, you watch Joey play the outfield uh, and watch him settle in, under a ball. Uh, you look at the other outfielders, you know, and Chu really struggles. He's already circling under every fly ball that's headed out there to him. Uh, Delino will catch the ball in the in the heel of his glove a lot of times. You know, Joe, Joey's just very comfortable. It's uh, you see that in certain outfielders, and they and the the best ones are guys that look like they know where the ball's going as soon as it's hit. And and Joey has a lot of that in him. Well, and the Rangers exactly. too, real quickly, are just you know they're in a position where look, I understand a, a good young player. On a good team, sometimes you move them around because you're doing what's best for the team and they have the athletic ability to do several different spots. Right. There is absolutely no reason for where the Rangers are right now as a franchise and where Gallo is in his development for them not to determine right now, this is your position, this is where we're going to put you because they don't have the pressure of, okay, let's find. They they can look at where they are in the organization, who they have coming up, what his skill set is, Get him in a spot now and let him settle there and just go forward. To me, it makes no sense why you wouldn't do that this season. Well, Jerry, let me ask you about that because um, uh, Chris Woodward comes from an organization, the Dodgers, which you, you watch them in the playoffs, and one inning a guy's playing center field, and then he's playing second base the next inning. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're constantly moving players around. How much do you mm-hmm. expect that Chris Woodward would bring that to the, to the Rangers? Well, I think it depends on how many players he has that can do that. You know, Joe Madden does it because he's got – their Cubs are real big on versatile players like Zobris who can right. play three positions in three games. I don't know if he has that much flexibility. I talk about Chris Woodard on this team, you know, guys he can move around. He really – you know, he can't move his infielders around. So now, I mean, you know, Guzman can't really play anywhere else. No. Obviously, Odor, Elvis, and Cabrera. So that's going to – what I think restrict how much, if any, movement around he wants to do. Now, obviously, he learned a lot from Dave Roberts, as he admit, readily admits, Chris Woodward, but I don't know if he has the same roster with the guys like K.K. Hernandez, uh, 
Oh, God, who was the guy they got from Seattle? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, but, you know, they, they had guys they could move around a lot. They, I don't think they have the same kind of guys on this team. Yeah. All right, and you've had a chance to, to talk to uh, – when I was getting ready to leave there, we were concerned that maybe uh, uh, that um, – oh, gosh, I'm having a blank here um, – Lance Lynn. We were concerned that maybe Lance Lynn was was boxing out uh, his area around his locker. <laughs> to, to, he, no, put, he put yeah. tape on the floor, and we thought, does that mean the media can't come inside the tape? And it turns out, no. It was it was that uh, uh, Darno could uh, come come spill all his junk into his area. I think that right. was, that was actually the yeah. issue. So you it was you, the first shot fired at Chase Darno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you? Uh, what was your impression about talking to Lance Lynn? I, I will say this before before you before I ask that question, I'm going to I'm going to cut you off. Uh, I think that Lance Lynn has a chance to be the best pitcher on this staff. What What do you think? Yeah, he was. You know, before he had his Tommy John, he was good, and he was an all star with St. Louis. And he's really bounced back from his Tommy John, which I think should give hope to all the other Tommy John guys on this team. He's an innings eater. He'll if he may, he'll probably give him thirty two starts, two hundred innings, which they're gonna you know they dearly need. He's kind of an old school guy. He doesn't like doing television interviews. Apparently, he's okay with the print guys, but he doesn't. He's not a big fan of talking, and that's fine. You know, if that's what he wants, that's fine. You know, I got no problem with that as long as you know it's a free country. It's his choice. But you know, he's he, don't let that stand in the way of the fact he's a he's a pretty solid pitcher. And the one thing he is that this team really needs, he's got strikeout stuff. Uh, this team in the last five years has been third or worst, lowest or worst in strikeouts by the staff. They don't miss many bats. And as you know, the fewer strikeouts, the more balls put in play. The more balls put in play, the more problems that could arise. Lance Lynn's a strikeout guy. That that'll help his rotation a lot. Yeah, it will. You know, and I thought the the amazing thing was that last year his fastball actually ticked up a little bit. Uh, did it not? Yes, yes. Which is yeah, little... he was. Yeah, it was year. What was that? Year two after the yeah. Tommy John, and I think that tends to happen. But no, you know, he had a he had a short spring because he signed late. He was caught in the free agent freeze, so he had a terrible April. ERA over eight. But from May on, he was really solid. More strikeouts at innings. I think he was like ten and seven of like a four ERA, which in the American League, you know, you can live with that. So, what is the? Uh, we're going to have to let you go here in just a minute, but I want to give you one last shot here. Uh, who is going to be the surprise player in surprise this spring? Clever, clever surprise, pl- su- surprise player in surprise. Uh, boy, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Bubba Thompson, another one draft pick, is boy. He's a good-looking athlete in center field, and he hit a homer yesterday. But he's not going to make the club by any means. Uh, Have you got to see him play any? Yeah, boy, he's smooth. He's a glider. Is he really? He just, you know, he's so. He reminds me of Devon White a little bit. Really? People thought Devon White wasn't trying, but he was a glider. He was effortless when he ran, and he got to everything and won Gold Gloves. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Hunter Pence. I know he's a veteran. We know about him, but uh, according to the Giants people, he's hit. They they said all he did last year was hit the ball on the ground, and that's what caused problems. This year, he, this spring at least, he's lifting the ball again. You know, they they're so heavily left-handed, they could use a veteran right-handed bat to mix in there. So, you know, maybe Hunter, maybe he's not done yet. Is you know, people thought he was finished after last year, but you know, maybe he's still got some life in him. He's shown it's he has shown at least so far through March 
fifth that he's got some life in him. Well, it seemed like he was hitting the ball hard last week when I was there. Uh, hitting yeah, the ball hard when he right. uh, pretty much uh, every time up. Um, I, I, I guess my question is, is what spots he going to fill? Is he going to be the fourth outfielder? Yeah, which would be Willie Calhoun goes back to AAA. Yeah, right. Which unless they unless they carry twelve pitchers, but you know Willie's trapped. They got too many left-handed hitters. They got Chu for two more years at twenty-one million at DH. You know they would love to move Chu, not because he's a bad player, he's not, but to open up that spot for Willie Calhoun. You know, like as you wrote, if you're really rebuilding or whatever, you need to play Willie Calhoun, not Shinju Chu. Yeah, but uh, he's just trapped right now. I kind of feel bad for him. Uh, he's looked better in the field because of the loss of weight. His at bats have been good, but I just think Pence, the fact he's a veteran. He's a great guy in the clubhouse. He's a right-handed bat. He might just be a better fit for this roster coming out of spring training. Yeah, this is this is a mess, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you know the where they are and what they're doing. Uh, I, I I think they can. Uh, I, I was more optimistic about this rotation. Uh, just I thought the upside was higher if these guys were all healthy than it was last year. Uh, yeah, and I and I think that can still happen, um, but. Um, but you know this season has to be all has to be all about these young guys progressing, guys getting better, and then the and then the guys and finding out guys like what Willie Calhoun. If, they, if they're not going to be able to do all of those things, then you're wasting these uh, these years of, of yeah, this rebuild. Exactly. No, I, I got best thing to happen is some of those Tommy John guys pitch well. You flip them at the All Star break to contenders, and you bring up guys like Taylor Hearn from Royce City. Uh, Joe Palumbo, Jonathan Hernandez, and let those plug those guys in rotation and let them go. Yeah, because that that would make this season a success. And not put too much pressure on those guys because it's too much to expect those guys to come in and pitch at the start of the season. But in the second exactly. half, it would, it would be exactly. would be the ideal situation. All right, man, it's been great having you on. Uh, you know, we're yeah, sorry. one we one. Thank you so much for coming on. Two, thank you so much for not being Evan. <laughs> That's what they're telling you out there in Surprise, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, as Roddy Dangerfield would say, I'm doing okay now, but you should have seen me last week. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, have a good uh, – you're you're on your way back, aren't you? You're coming back tomorrow? Yeah, but I'm off to Mesa right now to Ho-Ho Cam Park. Oh, right. Ho-Ho Cam, there you go. That's great stuff, man. I tell you, you, you didn't take you me – fighting Oakland A's. You didn't take me any place nearly that cool when I was there. Well, I didn't want to, you know, big bright lights, big city, you know that. <laughs> that's true. That's right. true. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. That's uh, our old pal, Jerry Freddy. Thanks, Jerry. Great to have you on. Thank you, Thank you sir. Adios. Adios. And, uh, you know, he's always uh, always a hard worker. You know, it's a, it's always fun going out there to spring training with, with Jerry and Evan. Uh, they uh, they don't party very Always much. fun. Always fun. Now, well, maybe, I, maybe I'm exaggerating. Uh, no. They define fun as. It's a very hard-working bunch. And let me tell you something. You know, Chris Woodward talked about how, you know, we're going to let these guys, the importance of sleep. We're going to let these guys sleep in more. You know, some days we're going to have a deal. And he did do that one day where he, he locked the clubhouse until 9.30 a.m. You know, so guys, because Chu will get there like at five thirty, really? so wow. he will he will do so. So that's what he's he's doing. These guys will sleep in. Well, all I know is that the four days I was out there, three of the days the clubhouse opened at seven fifteen. You know, 
that's not letting anybody sleep in, pal. <laughs> Especially not me. So anyway, you know, I'm just standing there in this stupid locker room at seven fifteen. Um but but at any rate, maybe this will it'll uh, it'll all start to come around. I think that fans are gonna be uh hard to convince about this team. I uh, think so, sure. And, and and rightfully so. Uh there's there's not a lot to hope for here. That's why it's important that guys like Willie Calhoun play. Fans are interested in Willie. He was the key piece in the U Darvish deal. He is the only prospect who hasn't already played, or only player who hasn't played significant time for the Rangers, who is tantalizing. All the other guys yeah. are, are buried in A ball, you know, uh, and hardly even got the double A ball. And so you, you, you don't. When we he brought up Bubba Thompson, I would have liked to have gone to see Bubba play. A great athlete, a, mm-hmm. a classic Rangers uh, draftee. You know, the Rangers have always gone big upside. Yep. You know, always want the great athlete and bomb, 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 bomb. It's just it's hard to get that to work. And, and, and frankly, I, I'm not crazy about that. And that goes all the way back to when they drafted Donald Harris and I went to Butte, Montana to watch Donald play mm-hmm. uh, and follow him around for a week. Uh, and then they passed up Frank Thomas. In that, yeah. of course, other teams passed Frank Thomas too. too. But, yeah. but the but the issue was then and now they always go for the high upside. So it'd be nice to see. But, but now the but now Bubba has been a far better player mm-hmm. so far than Donald Harris ever was. So we'll see how that pans out. But uh, but but Willie is a guy who has potential and uh, and ha- and you can see it uh, in him. And he has made some real strides this year, losing weight, twenty four pounds, and all of that. We've talked about that. Uh, he needs to play, and you want to see him early too. You don't want to. You don't want this. Okay, we'll bring him along in mid July. No, he's done everything he's supposed do to do. Mid, yeah, he's he's killed at Double A and Triple A. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 done everything in the minors he needs to do. There is no reason for him to be in the minors anymore. You know, they, there there was last year because frankly he didn't take it seriously mm-hmm. enough. You know, he, he pouted when he got sent down. He's yeah. overweight. You know, I, I would I would tell you that he's still overweight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's only about. Five nine and weighs two hundred pounds. That's a little heavy for five nine. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think it. Of course, the and, you know, I was talking to John Daniels. He said, "Well, you don't want him to lose too much. You don't want him to lose that power. It's not the power's not coming from his size. The power's coming yeah. from those from those hands." Uh, and we mm-hmm. talked to Chris Woodward about that. The quickest hands on the team. That's where all that power comes from. So, uh, I I think if he lost another ten pounds, he'd be doing good. So if he keeps up this program that he has, and which it is a new rededication to everything, baseball and and otherwise, uh, then I think that we could see him be really something. Even though he is left-handed, even though he doesn't have position, he does look better in the outfield than he looked before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that for him. So we'll see. So. That's it for our uh, our uh, baseball podcast, and uh, make sure you tune in to our Cowboys podcast. And we're going to have Brad Townsend on to talk about those Mavericks, another team that's not doing so well. Uh, we seem to have a lot of those in this market. <laughs> a few. Yeah, a few. So, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Rangers Ballsy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly episodes on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search the Ballsy with a Z podcast. Until next time, sports fans. We'll see you.